superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, the best is yet to come. Aha! Hit the drop. Mike, do your job. I don't have everything ready. This is the Rich Eisen Show with guest host Ben Lyons. More impactful, Dave Roberts' stolen base or Nicholas Batum's block against Slovenia. (laughs) Today's guests, sprinting legend Rich Eisen, Boston Red Sox radio voice Joe Castiglione, writer and director Kay Cannon, director McLean Way, and now sitting in for Rich, it's Ben Lyons. Oh, we got a big show today, big show today ben lyons in for rich the rich eisen show on a friday the day after we got football football is back huh we're oh, back yeah. we're back Fired we up. are back good stuff who doesn't As- love ben Danucci and dwayne haskins <laughs> as always you can be a part of the show 844-204-RICH at rich eisen show before we get into the hall of fame game want to catch up with the guys this morning had a great conversation this morning with del tufo about pokemon go Apparently, you're a big Pokemon Go guy. No. No? no. You got all fired up when I mentioned Pokemon Go. I actually <laughs> hate Pokemon Go because it, I worked at it a got place. You, it got you people, fired up. You were in a mood. I was because I was like, it brought me back into that bad place <laughs> then. I went into the bad place. What well, uh, I was in a good place yesterday because I got to play 18 holes of golf with Chris Brockman. Ooh, and yeah. it's always great to go play golf with a ball guy because he brings sunscreen, something you don't think about often. <laughs> always. He was ready to go with the, the SPF. Was that 60? Was that it SPF was, 70? It was a lot. We might have hit triple digits. Look, I can't, uh, I can't risk it. I can't risk it. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and of course, TJ Jefferson is here the day after the Dallas Cowboys put on a show, huh? What a great showing to kick the season off. Hey, they put on something last night. <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know, it got me thinking about there. There's certain things in life that even, even if they're good, let me say this again. There's certain things in life. Cause it was confusing last night. There's certain things in life that it's so bad. It's good. It's so bad. It's good. Cold pizza, for example. Right. Oh. You wake up in the morning after you had a pizza. You're thinking about, should I have pizza for breakfast or not? Yes. That's always yes. Yourself, yes. Always well, yes. It's pretty cold, but guess what? It's so bad, it's still delicious. It's pizza. It's always good, <laughs> no matter what. Yes. Breakfast sandwiches fall into that category. And I feel like football falls in that category, even when it's so bad. It's good. Even when it's, I don't even know who you said was playing last night, who was playing? Uh, it was Ben DiNucci versus Dwayne Haskins, yeah, quarterback matchup. It was so matchup. bad. Oh, my right. God. It was still good last night to see football out there. And while we don't have the reaction that a Ross Tucker has, the idea of pads and 
tackling and just that love of competition. There is something comforting about watching football on television and having it there. I can yeah. feel the game on in Los Angeles, just driving around last night after I finished up the round with Brockman and I was heading out and meeting a buddy for dinner and listening to the game. You could you could see it in people's living rooms on television. <laughs> uh, the uh, the guy at the valet at the restaurant, where I heard it on the radio, and he said, oh, football's back. He was fired up. You could feel that energy. And there's something about it. I mean, there's certain things in life that always signify the end of summer. Back-to-school commercials, Little League Baseball, and then football on television, the Hall of Fame game. A little different this year, obviously. Dak Prescott on a Zoom selling Air Jordan on his shirt instead of being there with his team. Uh, but then it wasn't even so much about the actual football. We're not going to sit here today and, and analyze that. No, of course not. But what I took away from last night was just men have egos, don't they? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That was just a display of... Kienes Mas Macho sitting on the dais uh, when they're talking with Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson. And we go to our resident Cowboy fan in-house, C.J. Jefferson, to get some analysis on that Cowboys moment. Here's Jimmy getting honored in Canton. Mm -hmm. But the real honor is the ring of honor. Yeah. That's what it came, came off like a little bit last night for Jerry Jones. Well, I mean, I, I think it goes without saying Jimmy Johnson deserves to be in the ring of honor. He will get in the ring of honor. And you know, watching those two talk, I posted a picture on our Instagram last night. It was Jimmy and Jerry laughing it up, sitting next to each other. And I just simply put the caption as Jimmy and Jerry, what might have been. Because as a Cowboys fan, you always look at those two and you, you man, and, you know, we always hear that it's been 25 years, right, since we've won or however many years. And you look at those two and you go, man, if these two could have just got it together, if we could have had some type of moderator, some type of person to go like, you know, like Barry Switzer. Jerry told a story about Barry Switzer came after he got the job and said he wanted to sit those two down and ask them, how did they F this up? Like, you guys what had a destiny. What is it that haunts you, the most powerful men, the men who have achieved everything, women who have climbed the top of the mountain? What haunts the rich, the powerful? It's regret. Yeah. And it's the idea of what might have been. Exactly. And uh, to see the two of them, it's not like they squashed it last night. There wasn't a, I'm sorry. There wasn't a, hey, will we forgive each other? They may have already. May have done that behind scenes, but it, it, it seems like there was a, a kind of kindred spirits or a connection. And I think it's tied to regret and to what you're talking about, the idea of what might have been. Mm -hmm. And there was a moment when, I don't know if you saw, when Jimmy was talking about driving around with Jerry right before he took the job and the idea of we're going to make sports history. And then they did that. They and did when it. you hold on to the past like that with this air of what might have been, what the regrets are that it didn't work out maybe the way you thought it did. Yes, they did make sports history, but like TJ said, it's that what might have been that, you know, really eats at the soul of big, powerful, egotistical men and, and, and women in a lot of ways, people who have power, who have achieved that idea of, the regret, even amidst all the success at three Super Bowls. A lot of people would hang their hat on that and yeah. ride off into the sunset, but it's not what it's about with the Cowboys. And I got that sense from watching it last night. What are some of your other takeaways from having football back last night? Is there anything you saw on the field that you can say, hey, that's something that the Cowboys should be concerned about? No. Uh, Cowboys, not really. no, not so much. I mean, Clay, uh, Chase Claypool went down for a minute, and then you're, I'm immediately thinking, why is he playing? You know, just... Something like that. I don't know. I, I, I'm not taking anything away. Uh, number crunching X's and O's there in the game. No fantasy purposes, I think, at all. It was just, like, nice to see football being played 
as we get ready here with you know a month to go till the season starts. We got just, some clarification on the Steelers head coach's name. We got that. <laughs> I saw that in the inbox yeah. uh, this morning. Our, <laughs> yeah. our, our, our crackpot staff here always getting me prepared for the show. It was nice Make to sure hear. I get, the, get the email with the subject that Mike Tomlin's name is Mike. <laughs> Mike will be called by Mike after Jason Garrett. Don't call him Jason. Call him Coach. It was nice to hear Joe Buck's voice last night. Yeah. It was nice to see Troy. It was nice to see all the guys. I can't wait to watch Rich and the gang this weekend uh, for the ceremony, for the induction. Uh, no, it's just great. Look, we are one step closer. Hard Knocks is debuts. It's such a tease, isn't it? It's, it's such a tease. tease. It's such and a tease. you have the pageantry of football and yes. the lights, and it looks great on television. I mean, Canton is awesome. If you've never been to Canton, it's one of the greatest places on earth. Like David Baker says, it is, it is football heaven, and it really is. It's awesome. Everyone should go. Everyone should try to go to the Hall of Fame. Uh, for the ceremony, Mike, we've done many, many of those. Yeah, I've it's, done them for the NFL too, and it's they're amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's a great weekend. It's amazing, and um, just this is this is just the official kickoff. You know, we're five weeks away from the season starts, so it's great. It used to be that TV show Cold Pizza, but I feel like they should call the whole the Hall of Fame game the Cold Pizza game because it's so bad, <laughs> but yeah, it's still good. It's pizza. Still good. It is. Still You're looking good. at a, a bunch of guys who probably won't be getting significant yeah, time or a, even on the season. team in like a week. Yeah. But, but you know, it's still see people getting to live their dreams out. And that's something we don't take into consideration. Or not sure. even just to live their dreams, but continue to pursue their dreams. Exactly. It's that journey that uh, oftentimes athletes look back on with, with fond memories. And the fact that you're still getting an opportunity to go out there, prove yourself, get better, show your skill set, maybe make the team. I know we cast off most of these guys, but uh, to, to be able to pursue your dream to one day make it to the Hall of Fame. And that's actually what's kind of cool about the game is that you have these icons in their jackets who have done so much, these, these icons of the sport, and they're, they're watching this next generation of guys, like you said, Brockman, that are probably not going to make the team or yeah. play or have significant careers, but it just shows you like the full gamut of the journey of where it could go, where, what the opportunity is. So you could be discouraged by, by seeing all those legends or inspired, and I think that's what you get from, from some of these players. Now, Dak wasn't there just because of the world we're living in now. I think there was just no reason. He wasn't, no reason. He wasn't going to play, so there was no reason for, for him to get on a plane and travel, et cetera. So. But do you think when he reacted to that field goal, like he, was, <laughs> he was cognizant of the fact that he was being live-streamed, or we just <laughs> caught him in an authentic moment? When he got really fired up for a field goal in the Hall of Fame game. Well, I would hope the that Mike points. I mean, that was all you got last night. I so. was hoping that I would hope that Mike quarterback is aware enough that there is a camera on him. He is mic'd yeah, up right, and that right. we are watching him. So I, I would hope that was <laughs> he casually watches the games on a practice field. So that's always where. where was By the way, not. Night? I mean, I guess your one actual football takeaway. Not a good night for kickers. No. Yeah. Not a good night for kicking the ball through the uprights. That definitely, was a very definitely big Definitely not struggle. a good night for, yeah. <laughs> for kickers out there in Canton. Uh, a little windy in Ohio this time of year, I guess. But, yeah, fun to have football on last night. I couldn't sleep last night. I was tweeting the show at 1 o'clock in the morning. I was watching <laughs> Team USA women's highlights. Diana Taurasi is the GOAT. They, had, they advanced to the gold medal game dialed taking on were, Serbia. Huh? What's that? You were dialed in last night. I was night. locked in. Yeah, I'm, they blew them out. I mean, they've won 54 straight Olympic games or something like that. And seven. they're going for their seventh gold medal in a row. I was flipping back between uh, the first half of Team USA's game last night. Like you said, was a blowout. And eyes wide shut. I was going back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, about 10, o- 10 o'clock, I was like, I think they're going to win this. 
and Tom Cruise is at this weird party. I'm going to bed. <laughs> if you ever see Mike Del Tufo out in the real world, if you're changing planes and you run into him in Dallas Airport, or if you see him at the Grove here in Southern California, and you look Del Tufo in the eye, and you want to know, you want him to know that you're a fan of the show, you're a friend of the show, just look at his eye and say Fidelio. <laughs> <laughs> that is the password, and you'll for the instantly house. have an instant connection. <laughs> With Mike Del Tufo. That used to be the name of my fantasy football team one year, was Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, I thought you went Fidelio. <laughs> no, no, no. It, Fidelio came with it, but it was Eyes Wide Shut, and, and you know why. Uh, you don't know why, but other people know why. That is an interesting night at the Brockman household. That's not one of those movies you just casually turn on and flip through. No, no, no. Like, we got Kay Cannon coming on the show later. She wrote Pitch Perfect. Fun movie to turn on. Anytime yeah, that's a Pitch fun Perfect movie. comes no, on, warms yeah, I, your heart. Eyes wide shut, Stanley Gordon. You turn on to the bedroom scene with Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise where she's telling him he's a failure. That's intense. <laughs> yeah, no, super intense. And then, you know, then he meets his buddy at the piano bar, and I'm like, this movie's about to get weird. I need to shut it down. Oh, let me switch the channel. Oh, Chelsea Gray's having a night. She's having a good game for Team USA. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird night. It's back and forth. I had to shut I gotta shut this down. <laughs> Because um, that's like a two and a half hour one. It's so long. Around. That's a long yeah, movie. That's a, like a three that's hour movie. Yeah. I mean, that's Stanley. cinema. That's high I mean, art. I saw that movie by myself when I was about 16 or 17. That's I was when like, I first started getting into film on a You real had level. some feelings then, didn't you, at like, 16? Get, like, get my man yeah. an editor. Like, come on, let's make that a tight so 215. Like, it's the worst thing a teenager could see because then they're just spending their, their, their 20s looking for mask parties. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And by the way, they're out there. You just can't find them, but they're out there. They're not. Well, they're out there, but they're not for people like us. No, nah, I've never nah, been to I mean, one, but I've heard stories. You know yes. what I mean? Well, the show's taking an interesting say, turn on a Friday <laughs> here. Uh, Del Tufo, on the other hand, I may, or may not have been at one of those. Come on, Mike. Kidding. I don't need to know that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Family I'm, kidding. I'm excited. A uh, little bit later on in the show, we've got two filmmakers, Kay Cannon, the aforementioned, who did Pitch Perfect and Blockers and has Cinderella coming up, and, and Mac Way, one half of the Way Brothers, who's, they've got this series called called Untold on Netflix. Uh, series of documentaries. The first five are coming up, I believe, next week. I had a chance to watch the doc on the Malice at the Palace. Oh, yeah. Steven Jackson. Reggie Miller. You really forget how close Reggie Miller was to a championship and how that event they were the really favorites derailed year, one yeah. of the great shots in his career to go out there and get a title. Uh, the film's terrific. Very much looking forward to the series. They did that doc, Wild Wild Country, which if we want to keep going down a weird rabbit hole, <laughs> we can start talking cults on a Friday morning here in Very Southern weird. California. Um, but I'm also excited today. We're going to catch up with my uh, dear friend, Joe Castiglione. Joe's been the voice of the Red Sox 30 plus years, 35 oh, years long now. Long time, man. Called a number of World Series. Is the soundtrack to my childhood because my dad, being the, the biggest Boston Red Sox fan, in the world would always have the games on and every home video I have as a little kid swimming in the pool or playing catch in the backyard has Joe's voice in the background. I just love getting the chance to talk to him and learn from him and hear stories about what it is to cover a team like that for 35 years. Also knows every Italian restaurant in every American League city across the country. You want great meatballs in Kansas City? Absolutely. Joe Castiglione's the guy. Uh, so I'm looking forward to chatting with Joe. We've got a big show. Rich Eisen going to check in on the Rich Eisen Show. Hey. From Canton, he's out in Ohio. We'll talk all things football with Rich. And the end of Tokyo Gold, I saw a great, uh, a great walking highlight for, that Rich did last night. Race really walk. Got oh. me, yeah, really got me fired race up. Walk, Explain the Mikey. rules, the race walk highlights. I'm in. So we'll talk some walking <laughs> with Rich next on a Friday where some stuff is so bad, but it's still good. Still like good, the Hall man. of Fame game. Ben Lyons in for Rich. The Rich Eisen Show rolls on.
Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. I'd like for you guys to be here for for a big moment of of this show's history in my mind. I know we've only had about a, a show and a half so far. And I don't mean to talk it up in this regard, but if I can have the security bring in what was what what's what's underneath this uh, <laughs> this a drum roll, this please. Right? Well, would you mind? Would you guys mind helping? Oh yeah, would oh, you yeah, mind? Man, sure. Each of you taking a side. Rich just being Hall here of Famers, is a, is a pleasure, man. Marcus Allen. I have no idea what this and is. And Marshall so. Falk. This is the Directv people put this together for the set, and it's going to be on here forevermore. Are you ready? Here Are we you go. Ready? Please, please reveal it. Here we go. That is a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Oh, oh my God. man. What do you think? See, it says, got a host. You look more like a president than a... <laughs> It should be on the bill. Yes, yeah, I yeah. always do. Yeah. When I go to the Hall of Fame and walk into the bus room, yeah. you should kiss yourself. Yes. Dude, I, thought, yes. I thought it was Eisenhower. You should kiss yourself. Well, it is Eisen. That is very Eisenhower like. <laughs> you should, Rich, you should kiss yourself. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. Hey, Rich, we've all it's done all right. it. Now. This is it's Studio all right. Heaven. Welcome right. to the club. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Marcus, to the club. Bro. Thanks very much. I That's appreciate sweet. that. Thank you. <laughs> hey, what do you think? I love it. Do you think it. this is good? I love, yes. Yes. Okay. Very good. Thanks for guys doing that. How, how does it feel? Does it... You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm appreciative that it has more hair than it really, really really has. That's not how that's not how you feel. That's what you're Oh, thinking. that's what I feel. I want to thank my feel? parents. There my you folks, go. Yeah, good. There you go. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And there you go. That's you. That's the yes. real that's the real deal right hey, there. Well, you got broad shoulders on that one. Is this yeah. is this blasphemous? <laughs> is this wrong? Is this wrong? Um, Not in the television network, man. Rich. Yeah. This is this is an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. Man, take pride if, if in people that. if people knew where you came from. Yes. 
um, back in the day when you were when you had to set the camera up, start it, then get in front of it. Mm-hmm. That's 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 awesome, man. Hey. This is and if it's if if this was the real Hall of Fame ceremony, I'd speak for the next thirty eight minutes, right? Um, it depends, Marcus. <laughs> it hey, depends. I got to tell you something. Yeah. I sit down for every one of those speeches too. I don't move, Rich. I'm gonna, right, say, so. this. I know. I'm gonna say this. Um, and believe me, I want to sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the look you gave me after this year's ceremony, like, 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 Rich. Man, my yeah. Yeah. All of us <laughs> know. All of us know. Yeah. You only get one chance get to one do crack. it. Yeah. And it's yeah. For for a lot of guys, it's their last chance to be recognized. And especially those guys yeah. that have waited a long time and stuff. So yeah, like I give them their due. Welcome back to the show. Ben Lyons in for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show. And for our loyal radio audience that's uh, listening on Westwood One or on Sirius XM 211, you obviously cannot see the Hall of Fame Rich Eisen bus that is now (laughs) on the desk here in the Rich Eisen studios where TJ asked the silly question, should I take off the Michigan hat? <laughs> when is the answer yes to that question? I, I, I no. figured the answer would be no, but I still wanted to give the Wait, but option. Ben, you went to Michigan, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, Go yeah. blue. I'm a Michigan man. So do you take off the Michigan hat? Why would you do that? One of the most iconic logos in sports. It was a dumb question. Hats but you know, sports. Yeah. Well, it was like the Dion bandana when he put the bandana. I mean, you had to do that. It was like that was fantastic. So That's joining us hat, right now, I believe, on the Rich Eisen oh, Show. Do, up. Do we have Rich Eisen yet, yet from Kansas? Hold on, he's, yet. he's talking to Adam. He's, he's, okay. yeah, let's he's see. He's talking to Adam. Adam, Adam, let him go, Adam, Adam, our call screener here. Adam's like, did you uh, see that Justin Fields he, throw? He looks great. Rich is on. Adam's like, I think we're going to go in on this box of Panini cards. Do you want in on that, Rich? How much are the Hall of Fame cards going for? Rich, great to have you on. You're out in Canton. It must be a thrill for you just to be there. I know how much fun this weekend is, how much you enjoy it, and to switch gears now from the world of the Olympics into full football heaven. What's it like to be out there in Ohio? Yeah, it is It is pretty cool being here. I mean, it's the first place, um, uh, I, the first, I guess, assignment that I had um, with NFL Network actually came out here the summer before we went on the air um, in 2003, and it was the 40th anniversary of the Hall of Fame. And, you know, it was just a wild experience for me for many reasons. You know, I'd covered the Baseball Hall of Fame um, um, for years. And, you know, the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York, where there's like one stoplight and it's like a Rockwell painting. And then you come here and I-77 is, you know, uh, right across the street from the Hall of Fame. It's got like the 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 rock man out front looks like the thing from the fantastic four and <laughs> uh, and it's just like a totally different vibe it's like football you know you're just coming to hit you in the mouth um and you know i've watched this place grow uh, i mean it just gets bigger every year and this year you know is the biggest class ever due to the pandemic along with the fact that there was that that class of 2020 that went uh, in with 20 names um, and, um, so a lot of people have been waiting, uh, for their entire lives and career, and then some an extra year for this moment. And tonight's the jacket dinner. I'm heading to the, uh, civic center in about a couple hours to go through it. And it's going to be unlike any other, because normally it's like a class of six, seven, eight, 
sitting on a dais. Now there's, you know, there's 21 speeches to get through over the weekend. Oof. So it's going to be unique, interesting, and also something that hopefully never happens again, you know? Absolutely. Um, Rich, yeah. uh, I, I hope Brockman gets to get back to that dinner because the way he speaks about that event, oh my gosh. It's, 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 he just ear-to-ear smile. Uh, when Brian, he was talking about it yesterday, he was yeah. getting fired yeah. up for that event. Um, well, you know, it's 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 pretty unique, uh, Ben, in the fact that you know the Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There's three tangible items that um, an enshrinee gets, and it's the bust, which everyone knows about, which is revealed right before they give their speech. It's their Hall of Fame ring, which is what they get um, at the stadiums when they're feted by their teams that they're that they're most familiar you know with um although i'm, I'm wondering if charles woodson gets two you know uh Peyton manning's definitely gonna get two denver and indianapolis and you know we could go on down the list but um there's a ring that they get and then there's the jacket the gold jacket and that's the first item that they get so before there's a speech, before there's a bust, they get the jacket, and that's when it really hits them. It's like anybody who's been married. It's when you look down and see the wedding ring for the first time um, or an engagement ring for the first time. Uh, it's like when you get uh, when you have a kid. You don't know what it feels like until the, the child is put in your arms. Like This truly is like that, where dreams are realized that you're in the Hall of Fame, and it, it's becomes tangible for the first time with the jacket and the moments that are witnessed in front of everybody are raw and emotional. I remember Hank Stram who did not give a speech the year that he went in, uh, but recorded it because he had trouble speaking, finally got in and he got up there and his kids were with him and they're the ones who put the jacket on him and they, um, they huddled up and they cried together. I'm getting goosebumps just recalling it. Um, Shannon Sharp went in, and his brother Sterling, who you know was uh, on a heck of a trajectory before he got hurt, um, Sterling put the jacket on his brother, and it was obvious that Shannon was going into the hall for both of them. And um, and the neat part about all of this is it's in front of all the returning Hall of Famers who are there as well, um, which leads to also the cool moments that. You know, Brockman and I, and certainly Del Tufo from his years with the network as well, we're able to witness as well, which is the, the old and the new coming together. And a perfect example of this was Deacon Jones was alive at the time when Shannon went in the hall. And the, the moment of Sterling and Shannon hugging each other was in the front page of the, <laughs> the photograph of the Canton Repository. And I think I, I witnessed this, Brockman, I think it's because we were shooting our podcast show there. Yeah, across the um, across the hallway. I witnessed this in, in the lobby of the hotel, <laughs> which was Deacon holding up the front page of the newspaper to Shannon and Sterling, and profanely hazing them for crying in front of other people. <laughs> and it was—I can't repeat what he said. <laughs> nope, I can't. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. You know, and 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 that's what this is about. It's just like eras and. Um, um, also, you know, generations coming together, and and it's also the kickoff to a season. Now we're you know training camps are up and running. We saw a preseason game last night, and um, you know the juices are flowing, man. It's a pretty neat weekend. 
It's emotional for me, Rich, watching these guys get inducted this year because I'm getting to that time in my life where these are the players from my childhood. Charles Woodson's why I applied to Michigan. It's why I wanted to go to Michigan because of Charles Woodson. How do you tell the story of football with Charles Woodson? What is his place in the history of the game, you think? Well, it's interesting. He's going in with Peyton Manning tonight because it was Manning who he beat out for the Heisman in, in that performance that maybe made you want to go to the school. And so it's kind of interesting that they're the two that are going to be bringing up the, the finish, the big finish for the weekend tomorrow because they're part of the, the current class that goes in. 2020 is going to have their say mostly tomorrow. Um, and, uh, you know, what he meant for Michigan playing both ways, like legit. Um, and then he's kind of like Dion. Dion always called himself a five-down player. Three on defense, then one receiving the punt, and then first down on offense. You know, that's what Charles was in college. And then, you know, went to the Raiders and was a brash young man and then, you know, became a grown-ass man. And one of the greatest plays in the history of the NFL occurred with the two greatest players in the history of Michigan in the same backfield on a snowy night in New England. You can't make that sort of stuff up. And the fact that Brady will be there watching Charles go in because he's part of Peyton Manning's personal entourage and class this and, and group. Um, it's going to be star-studded, man, because Rodgers, I think, is coming for Charles. Um, it's going to be an incredible weekend. And, boy, our cameras are just going to be looking in on stuff. And it's I'm, – I'm really looking forward to it. And in terms of just things that you just mentioned, Ben, about, you know, players that you remember growing up watching, Troy Polamalu, who um, announced he, he was – uh, COVID positive uh, about a week to a week and a half ago. I don't know if he's going to be here. Uh, I hope he is. And um, and I hope he's fine and healthy. Um, Paul Amalo is the first player to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame whose entire career um, has, has took place in the history of NFL Network. He's the first guy who came in after the networks was on the air and then, you know, retired years later. We've never had that before. And so it's a big one for us as a group here um, as well, that this is going to be year 19 for NFL Network, season 19. And um, our, our 18th anniversary is coming up um, in November. Polamal is a first for us, so it's pretty cool. Rich Eisen, kind enough to call in to the Rich Eisen Show. Ben Lyons filling in for Rich. And, and I hate to tell you, Rich, when you come back to Los Angeles, we have a flood here in the studio because TJ has oh been God. shedding cowboy tears all morning long. Not just seeing not, Jimmy not true, and Jerry Rich. on stage together talking about making sports history has TJ all in his feelings. So the studio right, is flooded with Cowboys tears. <laughs> Were you as emotional as TJ was last night watching those guys reconnect? Oh, gosh. When Jimmy's like, is it going to happen before I'm dead? You know, it was <laughs> kind of cool. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, that was a great moment and also an outstanding flex by Fox last night to have all those jackets up there with Troy and Jerry flanking uh, Jimmy for that moment to him say that he's in the the ring of honor and i'm glad they can laugh about it now because <laughs> that's a lot of water under that bridge man um so you know but i'm more concerned about Dak's arm aren't you tj well i mean apparently they he said it wasn't the shoulder as much as it was something a muscle or something 
underneath the shoulder. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows, Rich? I'm, it's too right, early to be so worried, though. It's too early. This? How about this? How about this, TJ? This one's just for you. Okay, I'm here. This one's just for you. And to the rest of everybody else in the studio, a preemptive you're welcome. All right, here we go. <laughs> let, me, let me get comfortable for this. Who throws in a game that counts first? Zach oh. Prescott or Jacob DeGrom? <laughs> oh, wow. That's so mean. For you. Wow. You, so, I don't want anyone else's answer. So you're in Canton, Ohio, Rich Eisen, and you woke up this yes. morning and you chose violence. That was on the menu. Like You looked at your, bre- you looked at your breakfast menu and said, I'll have violence today. Is that it? This just came to me. TJ, I've been staring outside of windows of hotel rooms in three different cities now over the span of three weeks. Yeah, I know. Some of them forced by health, public health concerns and others just, you know, me just trying to make ends meet. So you you tell me I want an answer from you. All right. What was the question again? <laughs> Who throws, Who throws uh-huh. a ball in a game that counts in the standings? First. Oh, that's definitely going to be Jake. That's DeGrom. Uh, I don't know about that. I've got him in my fantasy league. Coop, by the way, and Zan came home from camp today. Yeah. They're, they're, nice. So Coop will, Coop will get to his fantasy team, and they'll take a look, and Zan will see that DeGrom on, uh, on Tell It to the Judge, which is the name of our fantasy team together, looks like we're talking about early September. And we all know Ooh. Dak and the Cowboys play the first Thursday of the season. I'm now I'm now giving you one last chance. Do you think it's really Degrom? I thought Degrom was about a three week thing. Uh, uh-huh. Now you're saying September. That's the thing with these arms stuff. Uh, I don't know, Rich. They, like I I I have no idea. They, they reached out. They reached out apparently to like the Rangers training staff to try and help them with. You know, when you're talking lats or muscles underneath the armpit or whatever, oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, I'm all I know is I was just for you. I was scouting Ben DiNucci last night. <laughs> really, you and me both. You know, hey, Dak did have a strong clap with that field goal, though. I would say his arms looking pretty he good. That strong it. clap. He was pretty fired up last night. I'm gonna be reeling oh, from Rich's God. shot the rest of this show, though. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you I'm that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Thought you was my man's. Rich, I know you have such a with poll question. such a love of football, <laughs> such a passion. You're there right now at football heaven, but it was great to find out yesterday that you also have a deep passion for walking. <laughs> that was fun <laughs> to watch you walk. call a walk. Have you ever called walking before? And what I've makes a great walker? It. Here, I've never called race walking. I've never called canoeing, kayaking, weightlifting, handball. Um, these were all first swimming. These were all first equestrian, um, um, artistic swimming. You know, they don't call it synchronized anymore. Oh, I didn't uh, know Table that. tennis. It's not ping pong. You got to be careful about this stuff. People get very sensitive. Um, so, yes, it did look like somebody was holding a, a walnut between their butt cheeks. So I actually <laughs> said those words on television. Um, and then later on, um, th- that was just the, I guess, 20... K or something, whatever, the 20, I don't know what, it was a shorter one. They did the longer one last night, 
Did you see that? They're not going to have it anymore because it's like inhumane. Rich, it was incredible you know? last night. I watched the highlight package you did, and it changed the stride in my step this morning. I was walking t- towards the studios <laughs> with with some, maybe some walnuts in my possession. But yeah, it was a, there was a waddle that was happening. Those athletes are um, incredible, and you. I just am amazed at the thought process of you wake up one day and you say, "I want to be a walker. I want. I have to do this. You have a higher calling." And you were able to honor that greatness in your highlight package. I was very inspired if, by it. If, if anybody hasn't seen it, um, it's out there. Um, but um, the race walking looks kind of like what Mar Jackson looked like when he was going back to the locker room on that Monday night game Uh-oh. against the Browns. Remember that? Where he was waving that poor person who came through the door as he was trying to get to the locker room. <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like, the race walking. <laughs> well, he just needed some. He was cramping. He needed some more fluids. He needed yeah. an IV. IV. Everybody. And he nice. need. He needed yeah. it fast. <laughs> Immediately. He needed it fast. So walk so, us through the rest of the weekend. Tonight is is the dinner that you get to MC to at the again. Civic Center, yeah. and, and then walk the us through the rest dinner. of the weekend. And then and then tonight's the jacket. Di- tonight's the jacket dinner. Um, tomorrow is the. Um, is the first set of speeches and nights 12 apparently are slated to talk and then nine on Sunday. And I'm, I'm telling you the the you know, the word has, I saw David Baker mention it on good morning football this week. The plan is to limit these guys to seven minutes and start playing music. A la Look, Academy Awards. How is this going to work? And it's not. <laughs> That's I mean, I mean, I mean, you, you you asked, I gave you an answer. I, I don't. I mean, you have, but you have to put it at least in the mind's eye. Because when we first started, call, you know, doing this event, it was in the daytime, like it would start oh, yeah. at noon. And then when Irv went into the Hall of Fame, and his speech began just as the sun was setting, and the you know the network saw how dramatic it was with the lights on. Yeah, everybody's like, we got to have this at night now. And then right. people started talking in those speeches when, you know, when um, Barry Sanders, man of, you know, few words, got up there and said the most dreaded words in the history of the event. I have no notes. Um, even he started going on 12, 15 minutes long. The year I emceed it because Berman was pre- presenting Ralph Wilson. Um, presenting speeches were longer than than actual induction speeches. So they got rid of the presenters who now are presenting people in the form of like a beautiful three-minute video made by NFL Films. I mean, they're kind of always trying to cut it short. But now guys who go in are speaking half an hour. I mean, Jerry Jones and Favre went over 40 minutes when they spoke. Yep. Kurt Warner spoke to a, uh, like a 15 people because he got up there at like yeah. 11.45 yeah, at night. So they have to do something and I honestly don't know. There will be um, old school guys up there um, who are, when they're waiting 25 years to get in, and they're going to be having music played seven minutes in, they're going to talk over. You're going to play. You're going to play off Peyton Manning. Like, what I mean, are we doing? Exactly. There's no. I, but you know what I'm saying. Like, so if you're going to play off, like just as an example, you're you're, you're going to play off um, like who. Donnie Shell, right? You play him off a tagliaboo, right? You play him off. You play Edwin James off, but you won't play. You won't play off Peyton because he's Peyton. Right. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they have to do something. He's twenty-one speaking 
seconds. That's a lot. Well, I know that no matter how long Charles Woodson's speech is, I will be curled up in the fetal position weeping. I can promise you that much. I will be very emotional to see Charles Woodson get inducted into the hall. I know. I'm with you, too. It's going to be, you know, we, we, the Thursday night game um, uh, uh, the, on his last night in um, in Oakland was one of my favorites. place was nuts. He came in and actually on offense, and they gave him, like, an option pass. Like, the place would have been in, just gone through the roof if he had actually gotten that ball in the end zone on that play. And, um, you know, I mean, he... I, I was year two of Sports Center when he when he won the the Heisman and then on NFL Network, you know, for for all the other incredible moments of his career and then at his final game and now here I am at his Hall of Fame induction. It's as a Wolverine I will speak on behalf of all Maze and Blue directly to that man's face. And I I I look forward to that. That we'll hopefully get an opportunity to say that to him on live television. Rich, how many how many cracks at Ohio State during the jacket dinner tonight for you? One and a half. Over under one and a half. I I don't know. Um, I don't know um, how many people are going to be there. It's going to be totally different. Oh, okay. I don't know how many? If if it's just the if if I'm going to, I don't know if it's going to call for it. There's two reasons why it doesn't call for that tonight. One is that the vibe in the room is just different because there's not enough, you know, uh, Ohioans in the room. And two, it has been forever since Michigan beat Ohio State. <laughs> All right, Rich, thanks so much for calling in the show. We really appreciate it. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole. I honestly don't know what standing I have track-wide yeah. on that. Well, club. I mean, the standing, Rich, is that. is that you have the microphone. So, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you no, know, I know that. I don't know if you were there. The night that I did do that, um, uh, where, where you know they would give away the beer steins. At the, oh yeah, you know I, I, I won the last you know, time we were there. That's right, you won the. I, you have the beer stein in front of you. I have it in front of me. It's from, it's from Ed Reed. I have one too. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think you know I'm supposed to read off the number. You know, like you're sitting in seat one. It's like a poker table, right? You know, like if you're sitting in seat one, seat four, and I'm like the number for the winning of Stein is. Four, or for all you Ohio State graduates, that's between three and five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. So I love those. That's the direction where I think I still have standing in which to have my fun. You know, the <laughs> academic good. part of it. Yeah, good, good. Yes, so we have, we have faith in you, room. Rich. I'll read the room. Read guys. the room, I'll buddy. Read the room. We'll be watching. Read the room. But, okay. guys, and Ben, in all honesty, if you've never seen Rich, and we talked, I think, after the show the other day about this, Rich hosting this thing, I've been lucky enough to go i think two or three times he absolutely destroys it i would expect nothing it is it is unbelievable he's got a couple thousand people just eating out of the palm of his hand it's it's amazing to watch yeah well it's It's a hell of a night it's just you know the love of football it just courses through the veins and the whole room it's just you all it's pretty cool man so i like i said i don't know how it looks tonight compared to other ones because of the number of inductees, and I don't know how many people are returning or how many people are going to be allowed in the facility. I have no idea. But it will be great. I look forward to it. Well, have fun. Uh, enjoy yourself. Thanks, be man. safe. And uh, we, we look forward to watching. And uh, we sorry we couldn't take your FaceTime during our really uh, important production meeting yesterday. We were going over some real, real big stuff for the show when you <laughs> called in. So we'll get you next <laughs> time. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. Take Rich Johnson. Hey, buddy. Have Brockman and I are like on the six hall. There's a music. Time from Rich. Oh, <laughs> we've got to look busy on the six hall.
Yeah, it sounds like a special night tonight. It'll look a little different, obviously, this year. But just when the emotions come out of these guys who are so tough and yeah. strong yeah. and and they got these egos, but to hear the, the raw emotion, to hear their voice break, that's always uh, very moving stuff from the weekend. The, I did them with Rich for about eight years. Irvin up there was amazing. When you see those guys, that's just one of the many. Like the guys that went in with Marshall – like Rod, guys we worked with, Dion. It was so good to be there. And these guys are just like, their whole life gets poured out in front of uh, And to I'm think about it, I mean, for Michael Irvin, who's You've a Hall of Famer, that was not even the pinnacle of no, his athletic it was, career. It was, it was when he motivated you to hold a 60-second plank on the show. Like, it continued <laughs> for yes. Michael Irvin after like, the Hall of Fame. It literally was like, I loved listening to those speeches. And these guys just getting up there, and they're just pouring out their whole life from like being a kid because a lot of them use their like coaches from like high school or college to you know put them in it's amazing like induct them i should say and, and do the speech before they went to the video it's amazing to be there i i think it's one of the coolest things great that i've ever been ever. at yeah Coming up next, should we induct Mike Del Tufo into the Radio Hall of Fame and have him give an acceptance speech right <laughs> now? We've got another broadcasting two hours left on the show. Um, no, but coming, coming up next, uh, TJ Jefferson is on the path to becoming a multimillionaire. I have oh, some yeah. breaking news on this <laughs> next. Yep, he's on the path. Ben Lyons in for Rich, the Rich Eisen Show on a Friday. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Obviously, Jerry Jones going in right. to the Hall of Fame. Right. Now, I could not help but notice, Emmett, the number of verbal bouquets that Jerry threw in the direction of Jimmy Johnson right. as Jimmy sat on the stage as a presenter for Jason Taylor about, gosh, it felt like three days before, but it was still the same night because right. how long the night went. Did Do you think that there's a, a chance here that these two guys can mend whatever fences still need mending here? I think those fences have been mended. They have. I think they have. I just think most people want to continue to harp on what the issue was then. I think the now is so much greater than it was then. I think they both have 
appreciated the abilities that 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 they they collectively have enjoyed in terms of working together, uh, having success together, and also mutually. At the time, it may have been a rift publicly, uh, but uh, I think over over time, Jimmy has always been there for for Jerry whenever Jerry called him. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Because you know the way I. People talk about it, and I've heard too, is that that these guys still need to get one more maybe sit down that you and Irv and Troy need to maybe broker a bunch well, of other guys where they sit down and everything gets ironed out. Trust me, um, time heals all wounds, and 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 being able to bless another person uh, in a way that says, you know, I really do, do appreciate you. Uh, I think that's the way Jerry does it. Jerry does it in his own subtle way. And, uh, and I think Jimmy understands that. I think Jimmy is a student enough to know uh, that, you know, some things just need to be buried. I mean, you cannot take away the success that Jimmy was able to have with the Dallas Cowboys. You cannot have that success. Uh, Jerry cannot have that success without Jimmy Johnson being in, the, in, in place. Do you think you could have been successful if there was no drama? Do you think that that was necessary for you guys to win you know, Emmett Smith? I, I cannot say no because we had to deal with it, and we were still successful, and we also had our challenges. I mean, you cannot have uh, great success without having great challenges. I think it's in the challenges where you've really developed the strength that you need to persevere through things that are unforeseen. And I think going through it all with – uh, when I look at what we all went through, uh, I think it made us better. I think it made us better as men. It forced, uh, it forced us to grow up and, and become more accountable to ourselves and to each other and not lean on a coach as much. Take on that self-responsibility and become more leaders. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it did for us. Welcome back to the show. Ben Lyons in for Rich, the Rich Eisen Show. And something I love about this show so much is the rich history that you guys have built here. Done a lot of content, had a lot of interviews, made a lot of shows. And when you pull up an old one from the vault with Hall of Famer Emmett Smith talking about what it means to be inducted into Canton and to play at the highest level, I think, wow, what a great clip to pull because it's Hall of Fame weekend. Yeah. Pull Emmett Smith. But then I know how the guys think here. And you pulled up that clip because he's wearing Google glasses. And we were talking about that yesterday with Victor Oladipo. So did you guys bring that up for the Google glasses reference? Because Emmett Smith casually wearing Google glasses and not talking about them is the type of thing I live for. So did you play that because of that or because he's Emmett Smith, one of the great running backs of all time, if not the greatest going on? I remember that day when he was here. Because he was wearing Google glasses. Because he was wearing Google glasses. I think he was on to promote them or something. But it was just like so distracting number one he was dressed like nine to the nines like dressed to the twelves with the three-piece and that in itself is distracting when you see someone wear a three-piece suit and then take off the jacket so they're only wearing a vest but then he had the glasses on and they're tinted and you're just like i don't know what's happening right now emmett smith like is he looking up yelp reviews right now i mean (laughs) this is a photo on peacock now when i interviewed victor oladipo who was casually wearing google glasses I couldn't get mine to work. I don't think many people got theirs to work. I mean, I had a pair. Yeah, of course you I did. Still. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you yeah. did. You, you're the, you, how many laser discs in the collection, Del Tufo? Oh, I still have a laser disc player with like 20. 
Thank you, Mike. Just walk right into that. Yep. <laughs> Where does the Google Glass rank on failed uh, like tech? technological innovation. It was up Ooh. there, and I don't really understand the thought process. People are like, you know, they're Googling at a high level on these screens, on these computers. <laughs> Could they do it in their brain? Could we just get them Googling in their brain? Remember they had the Snapchat glasses a few years ago? Oh, yeah. Did they really? Yeah, that didn't work either. What are some other failed technological advances? Mini disc, yeah, laser mini disc. disc. Well, mini disc. Yeah, the laser the disc. The laser disc really didn't like fail. The, though. Like the Zoom. I don't it know, the Microsoft replaced. Zoom. Did we count Quibi on on this? I, remember, I used to work at Quibi, Yahoo, Quibi. and we'd sit around and be like, "Did you Yahoo it?" I was like, "I, I don't know what that is." You <laughs> lost that one to Google. You just did. It's okay. <laughs> well, Bing. Um, you know, speaking speaking yeah. of big business and platforms and things like that, and tech, you know, advancements in technology, TJ is on his way. Oh, what are we being got? a billionaire, yeah. or at least I hope. Yeah, yeah. Man, me at too. least I hope he is on his way to being a multi multi millionaire because casually in the commercial break, he <laughs> casually just whipped out an Emmanuel quickly signed rookie card. Yes. Wow. Yes. I hope that card is worth a hundred million dollars. About to be rich, baby. <laughs> If Emmanuel quickly can be as good as Ben Lyons thinks he can be, you'll be a hundred millionaire. Man, Mikey, save me room on the on the dock, baby, because I'm getting that yacht. You feel me? <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing would make me happier than hey, if Emmanuel quickly rookie was worth a hundred million dollars. Yeah, I mean, on card auto, I got it from our buddy Shane Powers and Crackpot Breaks. You know, I did a break the other day. You know. You pay X amount of money. They guy came in with his package. He's like, I got my package. Yeah, the man. So you get like they they break NBA teams down in tiers. So you get a tier one, two, and three, and then you get a team from each tier. And I ended up you with got the an Knicks Emmanuel and the quickly car that will one day buy you a very big house with a pool. Let's hope. hope so. I mean, I, cool. I could have got the Hornets and got the Lamelo Ball. I didn't. But hey, so, speaking of the Hornets, we're, nice pickup. Let's hope this quickly huh? card. Tsunami Poppy signing with the Hornets. Yeah, I saw that. that was a big signing. You used to call him Tsunami Poppy. Is that his nickname? That's what he calls himself in the CarMax commercial. He checks in trying to get his car. Oh, yeah, he says T S U. I miss that. Yeah, well, because the guy's like Ubre O U B. I'm not seeing anything. He goes try Tsunami Poppy. Don't miss the Emmy-nominated late-night series, The Amber Ruffin Show. Every episode of this Peacock original is streaming now. Plus, you can catch Amber in Tokyo for hilarious interviews, sketches, and more of Amber's time at the Tokyo Olympics. To get started, go to PeacockTV.com and sign up now. U.S. Men's Olympic Basketball Gold Medal Game, the rematch versus France tonight. Prime time here on the West Coast, 7.30, get yeah. 10.30 tip. All right, turn up. Where are we watching tonight? Won't fall asleep right? tonight. What's we, the scoop? Where are we going? Our, we should call Will, our buddy from the golf let's course. Just see, call, where, see where Will's watching oh, the game right Will, now. Will, some Maybe spot in the some valley. on the like, side while go. we watch some <laughs> USA basketball. It'll be a fun night. I have a feeling you guys did not have a pleasant experience with Will. Oh, no, what? actually, no, no, no. I just no, suggested no. watching Kevin Durant compete for his third gold medal with Will. Okay. What do you mean? You know, because sometimes you say that in... We'll, we'll just, just call in later. You know, I know you're a huge golfer. You grew up training with Colin Morikawa yeah, at his my course dude. over in Chevy yeah. Chase. But golf's really the only sport you get paired up with a complete stranger for four hours, and you go on an adventure into the unknown. And yesterday it was me, Brockman, and battling the heat in Southern California at the prestigious Balboa Municipal Golf Course, <laughs> home with the tall boys. Shout out to the Valley. And uh, we great got paired up with Will. So uh, we should go watch it with Will. <laughs> Ben and I had a great time in the wakes. Ben great. has a very like Dustin Johnson esque cut to his take drive. It. It's phenomenal. It. I'll take it. Played we well really in the put back. The rest nine. of the game together, but we had a decent back. I mean, yeah, we. Today. I think we both were like three over on the back. We played well yesterday. Del Tufo, big, your big golfer? Ah, uh, not big, but I do golf. 
And I have been, but I'm, I got to get back at have it. Have you ever worn the Google glasses out on the golf course? That's actually, it would work well. For, it would give you the hole. The, uh, yeah, they could give you the line. Somebody, line. Somebody, somebody, can somebody shoot it? Somebody got a distance? Del Tufo pulls out the Google, Google glasses. glasses. He has a little case for him. <laughs> dust them off. I got 127 slight wind, eight miles an hour. Yeah, excuse left. me. Let me log off this Pokemon Go and get my Google glasses. I just, that would have been perfect for that, actually. Very excited Google to glasses. chat with Joe Castiglione, a living legend, yes. the voice of the yes. Red Sox. Coming up next, it's Ben Lyons on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. You know, I've known Joe my entire life. I mean, since I was a kid. He's my dad's best friend. My dad had three brothers, has three brothers, and Joe would be the fourth. They are inseparable. Grew up together then? I, I, no, my dad just was such a big Red Sox fan that he ingratiated himself into a he friendship with Joe. forced himself to become friends with well, basically, Joe. he would hang out at the booth at, uh, at Yankee Stadium anytime the Sox were in town, and, and he would... Uh, and he got to know Joe, and there's a photo now. Of, I don't know if I wore pants to the ball game, but I have a very large <laughs> By the way, the Boston best, Red Sox the sweatshirt. The best part about that picture, aside from your amazing sweatshirt, the gigantic Marlboro ad in the oh, right yeah. center field. Yeah. There, and the Polaroid yes. in the middle of the, uh, in yeah. the, middle of the Wow. Cigarettes. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, no, Joe, Joe probably smoked in the booth back then. <laughs> <laughs> Joe caught a foul ball in the booth once when he was live on the air. I remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to him about your your favorite David Ortiz. My favorite big the poppy. night uh, the night Ortiz hit two home runs in the same day in two different games or something. My dad was emailing yeah. me about that. We'll talk about that. That's yeah, Joe in yeah. the booth seat, rocking the Kinseiko. See that hat, rocking the Kinseiko Man, hat in the booth at we, Fenway. He showed me this photo, and I was like, I remember this era of the autograph hats. I have a Ricky Henderson and Ken Griffey Jr. I think you bought those out of a magazine. Or yeah, something, something like those. Amazing. Hats were, were big time. But yeah, I love uh, you know getting to watch Joe work. I, I was so lucky over the years to see his process, his note cards. I remember there used to be like a ticker, we would call it, and it would tick throughout the entire game in the press booth. And it was essentially the internet before, yeah, just scores. before you had it. It was just scores, updates on what's going on with the Rangers yeah. and, and White Sox. And you'd let it run. It was almost like a paper towel dispenser. Mm -hmm. And you'd let it run, let it run. And I always felt like I was part of the broadcast where Joe would say, hey, Ben, you gonna rip off the ticker for me? And I'd run up there and rip off the ticker and get him the updates. And just seeing the inner workings of radio and, and how games were covered at a young age made a huge impression on me. So I'm very grateful to Joe allowing this kid who was wearing a Jose Canseco hat in the press booth <laughs> at Fenway, at Fenway Park. Park. <laughs> which is great but uh yeah we'll catch up with joe and, and you know he's a road warrior for years was on the you know flying to all these cities to cover the socks yeah. and three-day set in kansas city up to seattle and now they've been doing the games from from back home so a little different for joe and they're having a great year they've got to figure it out tough figure one in detroit out. a little struggle in the last week right. so uh, we'll see we'll see we'll talk some red Sox coming up next with the legend himself joe castiglione right here on the rich eisen show